Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We are about to have a great time on this podcast. I hope you have a great time with your family. It's time to give thanks to us for giving you all the fantasy advice you want. You should be checking out our Twitch to also give us thanks on Wednesdays and Sundays. Right? Twitch.tv slash Daydreamer Media. Check us out. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm JJ. I got Keone and Ryan with me. And it's you Thanksgiving, are welcome. y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan, yeah, yeah. This is this is an out, though. I mean, Ryan just gave everyone an out. Whenever you have to go around the table at your family's at your family's house, you know, and your mom's like, okay, everyone name one thing you're thankful mm-hmm. for. Now you mm-hmm. got something. I'm thankful for the fantasy daydreamer. Boom. And we win fantasy championships. I'm thankful for being a fellow daydreamer. All fellow daydreamers unite. <laughs> <laughs> Sending out the signal. Oh, you gotta, that was live you gotta, stream only. Yeah, live oh, stream only. That right was there. live that stream only. Twitch. Um, <laughs> don't forget, there's a lot of games going on today. Three of them, Packers, Lions, Commanders, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks, all play today. So um, get those players out of your flex into your starting lineup if you're going to play them. And then Friday we get a game, the Dolphins and the Jets play each other so um, the first ever Black old, Friday game, the old Capital Bowl, the Capitalism Bowl. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, everyone's gonna want to know what our favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving, but we don't care what they want. What is your least favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? <gasps> oh my god! Oh, you did this so I can put out my hot take. Thank you, JJ. I appreciate yeah. you, my brother. Listen, stuffing's fucking nasty. It's been nasty. It will always be. Put the eggs on the wrong. Listen, that is one of the most nastiest foods of all time. It is a weird texture. It kind of tastes weird. I don't understand why it is such a major ingredient in any Thanksgiving, but we don't eat it any other time of the year um, bro. i eat turkey sandwiches <laughs> i know right yeah. what do you mean we don't I, eat you, you did, jj i live with you for multiple years brother i never see you stuffing us up you never saw me cook either <laughs> we didn't oh, have oh, okay hey listen you know i just say i live with you this is an l take my man i never <laughs> seen you eat stuffing that's all i know multiple years in a row and my brother ain't never, <laughs> not stuffing on the fork I stuff on the plate. I'm just saying, bro. I know you agree with me. That's that stovetop stuffing, bro. Would be hitting different, out fresh out the box. Oh, bro, it's so good. The only stovetop thing I eat <laughs> is hamburger helper. All right, I'm just kidding. I eat hamburger. I do helper like too. hamburger helper back in the day, though. Uh, mine is uh, gonna be cranberry sauce, Ugh. fresh or out the out the can. Both nasty. Hmm. You know what I don't like about when it's out the can? Because I don't eat either. But 
the way it's shaped like the can still. It's oh, like that's the only part I do so like. I can't damn. I don't know how people eat it like that, but like I'm I'm mesmerized. Mm. By it. I had my walk with the cousins real quick. Listen to some Bob Marley. I am mesmerized by the. Oh, <laughs> Keone, what's your least favorite food? Um, oh, I like pretty much everything, but it's I think by default it's the cranberry. Like I know it's it can be like a little nice difference maker, but it's just kind of it's there. Like it is just there, and so I think by default it's it kind of gets because everything else has some sub some substance to it, and then cranberry sauce is just like yeah. There it is, you know. But so. is, if the substance is ass, is it really a substance? And I mean, that's Joni will that. scarf that thing. I, oh, yeah, oh, 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 that's ass. like Joni Joni. likes it. <laughs> Listen up, ladies. Eat the stuff and like groceries. Right. That. Let's get into some news. Jets are going to switch their quarterback. They will be starting Tim Boyle at quarterback this week. So no more Zach Wilson. Um, is this going to affect people like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall? And- I think. Well, Brees Hall, no. Okay. Brees Hall is always a big play away um, from having a good fantasy day. But Garrett Wilson, uh, yeah, I think it does affect him. Zach Wilson was targeting him a lot. Just- positive or negative way? Uh, I think negative. I think Tim Boyle's probably worse than Zach Wilson. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, well, you know, Tim Boyle's probably going to throw to the backup. We all see that happen. A backup quarterback comes in. He's going to throw up, throw to the backup receivers. So there you go. Ryan said, start Alan Lazard this week. (laughs) Tim Boyle did play in the Packers. Mm, He did. That's true. I think I agree with yeah, I think I agree with you, Ryan, but uh, probably a little bit of a downgrade for Garrett Wilson. I just want to put that out there. I, I don't agree. Don't don't put Alan Lazard. Keone was joking. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not saying that. yes to be fair. I just want to point that out there. <laughs> Ryan's not saying that. That Packers reference is just because I knew it. Yeah, it was a good one. Mm. Uh, Falcons are turning back to Desmond Ritter at quarterback this week. Uh, Heineke's still dealing with that hamstring injury, so it'll be Desmond Ritter. Woo. Nice. turning back Drake London to the bench. Oh. Uh, maybe he wasn't. Uh, Dolphins running back Devon A. Chain is considered day to day after re aggravating his knee. Do you guys think that he plays us tomorrow? They got uh, a Friday game. You're not playing him. Not no. playing him. Doesn't no. matter. He, it's, you cannot get Ron two times in a row. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saints quarterback Derek Carr remains in concussion protocol. Uh, so. Is this from when he sure hurt his shoulder and got a concussion? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, if James concussion? start everybody. Your DF, your DFS should be all Saints because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. And and who do they play this week? Atlanta whatever Falcons. Def- yeah, whatever Atlanta defense. Falcons. They're going to get some turnovers over there. So yeah, I tell you, Winston's already on pace for the 30 and 30, brother. He's coming <laughs> back strong. I can't wait. Saints also... <laughs> Saints also place uh, wide receiver Michael Thomas on IR, so then Chris Olave is going to have a ton of targets, right? Mm. That was just a matter of time. Yeah. Shout out to Michael Thomas, still lasting longer than last year. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Progress. Uh, Seahawks running back Ken Walker uh, isn't a candidate for IR, though he is day-to-day right now and doubtful for today's game. Okay. Can they not just put him on IR? No. 
No, no, they're saying he's not like he's going to be oh. back within four weeks, so he's not going to be put. Oh, OK. Out. It's just like we're not going to just but he'll be. Oh, that's that's almost worse than. Yeah. OK. Uh, Rams wave Daryl Henderson uh, um, from the horrible team. for him, but objectively funny. <laughs> Why is it objectively funny? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just <laughs> like Kyron Williams is out, and then it's just like, oh yeah, we got this guy, Royce Freeman. There, he, you know, see you later. Um, like I honestly thought this was like I saw this somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that and like I wasn't sure because you never know these days. Like that could be a joke account that could be not real. And I'm like, if he did something wrong or what have you, and there's like, oh, this player's got. But um, I just I don't know. It's just like I feel like hasn't he been moved around a lot? Just by the Rams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Rams play with his heart <laughs> exactly. because uh, he after he cleared waivers, they did sign him back to the practice squad. So he is with the Rams organization still. <laughs> He's just not on the team. He's just not on the active oh roster. Um, but the reason that they did that is because running back Kyron Williams will return this week for the Rams. He will be, uh, he will be activated off of IR and be good to go. Hmm. Uh, Rams wide receiver Cooper cup suffered a low ankle sprain. He's considered day to day. You need to keep an eye out on um, if you're playing him, if you got him on your team, uh, he might not go this week. And so then, then you play Puka Nakua, right? Puka Nakua injured his shoulder in Sunday. Kind of Kyron Williams too. Uh, oh man, I mean, what do you, you do if hurt? you have if you have Kyron Williams or Cooper Cup or Puka? Are you starting you Kyron, start Kyron first week back? Yeah, because I think that's a red zone guy, and they've been struggling in the red zone. They like to run the red zone and. Maybe Cooper Cup being questionable or limited will allow Kyron to get more uh, receptions again. Because, you know, when Cooper came back, it seemed like the receptions were gone in that first game, at least for Kyron. So, our first game or two games, whatever it was. Yeah, fair. And then you just wait on the other two to see if we know more. Yeah, see if they're healthy, if they play. Saturday, check back in. Mm -hmm. All right. Packers running back Aaron Jones has an MCL sprain and is considered week to week, though they don't expect him to play this week. So we knew, yeah, we figured that come, yep. coming in. Um, the bad news, AJ Dillon, the other running back there for the Packers, um, he's been questionable all week with a groin injury. He is expected to play today, though. So um, mm, the early, it's the early, early game. Uh, you against, start him. No. Uh, I think no. we were questionable to to begin with, and then this just kind of yeah, I'm out. puts it over the top. AJ Dillon has always been better this season with Aaron Jones on the field with him. In the games he's by himself, he looks slow, and I'm not going to do it against Detroit. There's no way in the world. Can't make me. And then Packers wide receiver Jaden Reed, he's been limited this week with a chest injury. No, oh no. Um, don't really care. Christian Watson, you play or Romeo, Romeo Dubs. Dubs? Maybe you, this gives you a little bit more of a reason to play mm -hmm. him. Yeah, uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end for the Packers, he was placed on IR. No, and then Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson was limited with an elbow injury. So mm. the Jets, oh yeah, they're uh, they're not good. Yeah, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start-sit questions. Gentlemen, start your engines! 
All right, I'm going to give you players, and you tell me which one you would start and which one you would sit. Up first, Chris Godwin at Indianapolis or Jordan Addison versus the Chicago Bears. Um, I think we all wanted Chris Godwin to be so much better than he has been this season, um, but he is the clear, 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 clear um, number two behind Mike Evans, and it's just been a uh, – pretty big letdown he's had some weeks where he's like yeah he's done he's doing well and he gets targets and all that sort of stuff but it's just not uh, it's not not great he does have a good matchup though versus Indy but so does Jordan Addison versus the Bears um and Addison I guess is still technically you could argue the number two behind um Hawkinson as like the pass catchers on that team um especially until Jefferson gets back which I don't think he will be back this week um but I think he seems like he can have a bigger impact and a bigger game than than Godwin would does. Um, I know he didn't have didn't do much in this past game, but uh, I think he has a chance to score and the matchup is good. Um, so I'm going to go with Addison. I have him as a low low wide receiver too, though. This is a tough one. I'm going to have to agree with Keone. I think Addison. I think uh, I love playing people on Monday night. You know, as that last reserve option. So it's always a good chance for that. And I think Jordan Addison just has a bigger role in the offense compared to Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, I just feel like he's only had like one one game with a touchdown this season. A lot of the um, touchdowns have gone to Mike Evans. Um, a lot of the targets go to White that were, you know, like short, close dump offs aren't going to Chris Godwin as well. So it's just hard to play him. He's really just a wide receiver to flex play for the rest of the season in my eyes. Why I think Jordan Addison until JJ comes back is still a mid tier wide receiver two to you know a low you know low tier wide receiver one. Oh man, Jordan Addison is so much of a boom bust candidate. I feel like, especially without um, Jefferson there. Like without Jefferson, he's not been super great. Uh, I think he's been inside the top 30 twice in the four weeks or five weeks. No, he was, he's been the first two weeks that Jefferson missed. He was a wide receiver one. And then since then he hasn't been in the top 30. Um, So he's kind of fallen off there. I think that defense is seeing him as the number one. Um, They've kind of gotten used to it and and have found a way to stop him. And maybe it's a Dobbs thing or, uh, Hawkinson's just getting all the targets, but um, you're really needing a touchdown from Addison, which I mean, he does he scores a lot. Um, Chris Godwin, on the other hand, I mean, you're going to see like what seven targets and only get 30 yards. And like Ryan said, he scored one touchdown on the whole season. So I just think that his floor is just too low. I would rather take the upside on Jordan Addison. All right. Our next question, Ramondre Stevenson at the New York Giants or Jalen Warren at Cincinnati. Uh, this I think is a little is a closer one, um, but definitely I think both guys you can start for sure. Like if you have both of these guys, I'd feel comfortable starting both of them. Um, I have these guys within a few spots of each other. Um, both have matchups versus defense that are like basically like defense twos. You know, um, they're not top twelve defenses against the run. Um, Although I do think it is a get right game for the Steelers and a kind of a post coach firing game for the Steelers 
Now it's not their head coach because oh, Mike Tallman is too good for that. Um, but it's definitely Matt Canada, you know, hallelujah for all the, the Steeler fans out there. I know I'm probably speaking for JJ on this one. Moment of silence um, and it's over. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> there you go. The world's quickest moment of silence. Um, uh, but I think he's still, he's still a significant figure on the, on the team, you know, offensive coordinator. Um, so I think they can, you know, try and write that and get, you know, be like, Hey, we're free from him. Let's get this offense, you know, um, moving in some capacity. Um, Cause it's gotta be better than what it has been. And so I think I give the slight edge to Warren who has been doing a lot as of late. He's had back-to-back hundred plus yard games, but both have had a touch, like both have been a touchdown um, as game as well. And he's getting passing to passing down work. Um, that doesn't take anything away from Ron J. Stevenson, but I just think Jalen Warren's doing a little bit more right now. Plus the specific situation of this week being what it is. Um, I'll go with Jalen Warren. I'm going to go Jalen Warren as well. A hot hand. Uh, you got to feed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big playability. Looks spry. Looks fast. Looks like he's able to do things that not just isn't able to do. And they are a good thunder and lightning combination right now. Scoring. It looks like the offense is really going through the backfield <clears throat> first. And I think that keeps happening. I like the Matt Canada getting fired boost. Um, going into Cincinnati, that who just had a deflating loss and deflating losing their quarterback, can the defense really step up, you know, and and strive? Which they're not really, you know, like you said, they're a mid-tier team against running backs. So maybe Jalen de- does break one. It's just that he has the ability to go off that I don't think Stevenson has. I don't know who the quarterback is for the Patriots. If it's, if it's you know, if it's. Uh, I'm forgetting his freaking name. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. I thought they also brought in another guy. Um, Practice water, but who cares? Bomb Trady. That would be hilarious. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you don't know who's going to be the quarterback there, and that offense could look horrible, even against an okay Giants defense. So, Dylan Warren for sure. Um, I'm going to go with Warren as well. The big, big. Playability, you gotta you gotta shoot for it. Um, Ramondre is gonna get like twenty carries for eighty yards and have a shot at a touchdown, which is great. Like Keone said, both of these guys are plays this week. Um, I just think that Warren could get like thirteen carries for a hundred yards and a touchdown or two. Um, so I'm definitely gonna go with Warren. Also, I think it's gonna be Mac Jones, Ryan. Whenever he was asked, Mac, are you the, the starter this week? He said, "That's the plan." I think <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe he just has to keep telling him that. So, like, saying that for himself, positive affirmations. Plan, I think. I think I'm six foot. I think. Yeah, keep telling yourself. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> if you slip the doctor at twenty next time. Yeah. Um, hey, right. it was only a five. Dang, cheap doctor. Yeah. Um, all right. Our last start sit question. Tyler Lockett versus San Francisco or Zay Flowers at the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I I think I have DK Metcalf ahead of Tyler Lockett this week, and so I know they can kind of flip flop back and forth each week of who is like the who ends up betting being better. Um, but DK Metcalf is coming off a, a good week, and um, they do face San Francisco, so that's a a tough defense, even though they do give up a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers, but it's hard to have two really good 
wide receivers on a team just in general. Um, but so I'm this week I'm giving it to DK Metcalf. Um, but also I think Zay flowers, like he should have had a 68 yard touchdown last week and more. And so I think him not having that kind of like skews his numbers, um, and makes him look a little bit worse than what he should be. Um, but they just lost Mark Andrews. There's more opportunity in the passing game. They're still a really like they're going to be a high powered offense and they're facing the chargers who just lost Joey Bosa, one of their best pass rushers that defense, you know, has been maligned this entire season. Just ask, or maybe don't ask Brandon Staley about the defense. (laughs) Um, And so I, I think I'm going to give it to Zay Flowers because he's in in my mind like clearly the still the wide receiver one there, um, and I think his numbers are are can be good. Like again, don't he didn't get a touchdown last week, but he should have, and so I think that I'm holding that over into this week. Oh man, I'm going to go Zay Flowers too. I agree, Zay Flowers. I just think is going against the worst defense. Yeah, I mean. My heart is telling me Zay Flowers. My head is telling me Tyler Lockett. This one's actually really close for me because mm-hmm. it's. I think on this podcast, we've all loved Zay Flowers this season and since week one, you know, but it's been a while since Zay mm-hmm. Flowers has really produced for us. Yes, that touchdown last week, 70 yards. I mean, that's huge. And that would have been the week. I think he can do it this week against the Chargers. Like mm-hmm. I think this can be his, well, his that, comeback Mark week. Gone. Mark Andrews he's gone now, so like he's going to get more targets. targets. Yeah, yeah. It's just that Odell has been scoring the touchdowns as of late mm-hmm. and actually been fantasy relevant. And and Nelson Aguilar got a deep touchdown. Yeah, true. Off a tip. Um, so and I think yeah, if you're on boom bust, if you if you need that huge play, say Flowers is going to for sure have um, a bunch of targets. Um, Tyler Lockett. Oh, yeah, that's a good first. point, though. That sounds are limited. Yeah. Mm. yeah, he has one on the season. I mean, he he doesn't score touchdowns. Say Flowers, that is. I mean, Lamar just at most probably throwing two because yeah. Side Words is going to get one. Yeah. Get two. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I did. You know, we might have four on Gus. There might be four boomers yeah. going around on this. Yeah, one. yeah, true. Um, so I, I think both you could play both of these guys. I do think that. DK is still the one, and because JSN is eating into that time there in Seattle, he's starting to become more relevant too. Um, mm-hmm. I want to play Zay Flowers this week. Just the matchup is too good. Yep. All right, that'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move into some fantasy fights. So our rankings are out. We're about to fight and um, see who has the better rankings. Uh, first up, Keone and myself. Battling over Adam Thielen. Round one. Fight. Okay. So we all know Adam Thielen is the number one guy on this Panthers offense. Um, Since week two, he is averaging 10.5 targets per game. Um, I know it might seem high for me to put him at 11, but this is not uncharted territory for Thielen this season. In weeks three, five, and six against some of his easier matchups of the season, much like it is with Tennessee, he finished as the wide receiver three, four, and two. He had a touchdown and over 100 yards and 11 receptions in each of those games. Um, Even if he doesn't do 
you know, one or two of those things, I think he at least can get in the end zone with a good, you know, 80 or so yards and around nine or so catches. And that's, you know, 20 plus points in fantasy. That's a good chance at being a wide receiver one and Tennessee, the 25th ranked defense versus wide receivers. They allow nearly 40 fantasy points per game to the position. They've allowed the seventh most receiving yards per game with 188 and they are tied for the fifth most receptions allowed with 148 so far this season. They've given up an average of a touchdown per game to receivers. I think most of this could definitely apply to um, the far and ahead number one receiver on the Panthers versus a defense that is not good at stopping that position. So I think he will return to that early, you know, type of season performance um, going against a really good matchup. I I don't disagree, but, um, and Adam Thielen is a play this week. I have him at 23 uh, wide receiver 23 this week. Um, I, I just think that even with the targets, I mean, he's seen like 11 targets, 10 targets, six, 11 targets, 13 targets a game, you know, um, He's he's definitely proven me wrong before the season. My take on him was completely wrong that he was done. Um, he's fantasy relevant. The problem is, is he hasn't really broken off since before their bye week. He hasn't scored a touchdown since before their bye week. And even with 74 yards and eight catches, he still finished as the wide receiver 21. Um, he really needs all of those catches and the touchdown to really produce as that wide receiver one. And uh, yes, it can happen. It's a great matchup against Tennessee and you're starting him. So good for you if you have him. Uh, but I'm just not counting on that touchdown. And so I got, I got him as a wide receiver two instead of a wide receiver one. Brian, you want to you say who won? He only had any comebacks or anything. Oh. You know, I had to let it breathe for a second, you know? Feel you. <laughs> uh, kind of a tie for me. Simple fact is I like Adam Thielen, but I don't love what this Panthers offense is doing. And so I see what them approve. I don't care who they play. So True. I think he's I'm... a wide receiver too. And that's probably a ceiling in my opinion. All right. Our next fight, me versus Ryan. And we're going to fight about Tony Pollard. Final round. Fight. All right, I got. What's up? I thought we were fighting over Mostert. That's funny. I forgot. It's Pollard. Yeah, yeah. We... It's five or both of them. <laughs> we could. I'm I'm, I'm high back. on Mostert. You're high on Pollard, and it's almost exactly switched. Where you know I have Pollard as a running back two, and you have Mostert as a running back two. I got Mostert as RB one. You got Pollard as RB one. Um, you guys could just make your case for why. Essentially, a start say argument kind of. Ryan says why Mostert is better this week than Pollard, and you say why Pollard's better than it. No. Or the other way around, I whatever it is. Say Mostert sucks. That's not true. But he's not going to be good this week, and Pollard's going to be better than him. Reason why Mostert over last month hasn't had any receptions, really. Uh, if you actually look, he's, last time he had more than three was week four. And going against this Jets defense, who does give a points to the running back position, but they just muck up the game so much, it's hard for me to think that the Dolphins' offense is really going. Pollard last week, coming off the best week of the season, scoring the first touchdown 
He scored since week one. Well, I also like four receptions, five targets. Going against a Washington team that gave up two of their best ed rushers and kind of have slowly but surely started to give up on the season. You start to hear the rumors about Ron Rivera getting fired. Cowboys are hot. This offense is cooking. They know how important Tony Pollard is going to be. And not just that, Tony Pollard looked the freshest he looked all that, like all season last week. Breaking tackles, the 10-yard run to get that touchdown was nasty, carrying people. It doesn't matter. Tony Pollard's back. And I love his next two, two matchups for sure. He's a top 10 RB for me. I understand. I'm not saying Tony Pollard's bad, but Tony Pollard needs that, that second guy behind him to really, or person in front of him whenever Zeke was there, to really um, come in and, and relieve him. Because whenever it's just him, it's not that great. Um, Rico Dowdle, questionable. Who knows if he actually plays? Um, so that's, I, I mean, he's been playing better, but Rico's also been playing better. And I think that has a little bit to do with it. Um, Pollard's good. And I agree with you, Washington, great matchup for him. I think he's a start, just not an RB1. Mostert, on the other hand, Devon A-Chain, probably not going to play. Still dealing with that knee injury. Um, Savon all Savon Ahmed hit IR. So he won't be playing for sure. So that leaves Mostert and Jeff Wilson pretty much. And so Mostert is going to be carrying the ball, I don't know, 20 times in the game. So yeah, he doesn't get as many catches. I don't know, only two targets or so. Uh, But I'll touch, I'll, I'll take 20 touches on this Miami offense. And we've seen Mostert has the ability to get in the end zone over and over again. I think with the Jets offense the way it is and shambles like it is, this defense is going to be on the field a ton. And it's going to be get harder and harder to stop this Miami offense. Uh, so I think Mostert is a smash play. Wait, didn't week. you hear my Tim Boyle? Packers connection. No, I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard. Yeah. Play Alan Lazard. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we all heard. All right, Keone. So I, I think I, I have um, Mostert kind of more where Ryan has him, but I also don't think Tony Pollard is a top 10 RB this week even though he does face a good matchup against Washington, but JJ does make good, a good valid, like a good argument for Raheem Mostert, you know? Cause you're like, Oh, the defense. Well, and then it's like, Mostert, literally until last week has not played more than 60% of the snaps. That's not true. It doesn't need one, to week one and week two, but, but it's been a minute. Okay. Last I, week, Jeff Wilson was on the bench. Cause I thought they were going to have the guys. He'll be back. He'll play some for snaps. He's not getting my fantasy team wants it, but (laughs) I just don't know if it actually happens. Yeah, I I don't, uh, I don't know. I do. So I, I, I think I'm mixed because like I'm closer to where Ryan has most dirt. Um, but I like your argument, JJ, about the Jets defense. It's a good point. So there you go. All right. Let us know what you guys think on social media at FF Daydreamers. Let's move on to our last segment. Thanksgiving. It's turkey time. Huh? 
Gobble, gobble. <laughs> terrible. That so was terrible. crazy. Uh, that was cringe. Also, when we talked about this segment, I didn't I didn't look at the notes, so I didn't know what it was. But we should have done that lady say green tomatoes, potatoes, whatever. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we should have done that one. Oh, darn. Oh, yeah. That's it's a classic. Crazy. All right. All right. Yeah. We're going to compare and play to some uh, dishes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. I got DJ Moore as t- turkey. Now, going from Carolina to the Chicago Bears for a first overall pick, pretty much, you know. Um, DJ Moore was supposed to come in and be the star of the show. And while he kind of has been, I mean, getting a ton of targets, um, it's been very up and down for DJ Moore. Sometimes you get a good piece. Sometimes you don't get a good piece, just like turkey. Sometimes it's dry. Sometimes it's cooked really well. Sometimes you can get that turkey stuffed in a sandwich the next day, and then it's really good. Oh, man. Uh, week, uh, let's see, week five, finished as a wide receiver, too. Um, but other weeks, uh, finishes as a wide receiver, 58. Uh, so, yeah, DJ Moore can be really good for you, but also highly disappointing. Uh, I'm gonna go with a layup here. CMC is my dad's macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it is elite every time I eat it. It's elite every time CMC touches the field. He is a fancy monster. My dad is a mac and cheese whiz. There you go. There's a cheese joke inside. Of this <laughs> thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> If he uses cheese whizzes and macaroni and cheese, I do not want No, it. no, he does, it. he does it. It's really good. Well, everyone here, I think you've had it, JJ. Yes. Actually, he's the one that I got my mac and cheese recipe from. So, Okay. So, shout out to my dad's mac and cheese. Shout out to CMC for carrying our team for years and years and years. So, shout out to CMC. Shout out to my dad and his mac and cheese. So, I have Jared Goff as... A big old pile of mashed potatoes. You know, they're white and they can be bland at times, especially without a great supporting cast. And yet he has been a staple this year, sitting atop the fantasy charts. He's been really, really good this season. And, you know, he might get overshadowed by some flashier items on the plate, but you can always go to him when you need to. Sometimes he covers up some some not so nice elements. You know, you just put him in there and it covers everything up. Um, and you know, that you might feel obligated to put on your plate, but no, he, he, he's all right. You know, it's, it's okay with Jared Goff. Um, and you know, if he's not having a great, a great game, you know, like he was against Chicago, you know what? Last minute, throw some gravy on there, add a pat of butter, tiny shake of salt for good measure. Boom. Game winner. There you go. He surprises you, takes it up a notch. Um, so pulls out gravy St. Brown. Yeah, I mean, you know, or, or it would have been in that game, it would have been Jamison Williams um, hmm. with that late touchdown. You know who the stuffing is? Marvin Jones. Should retire just <laughs> like so. um, But yeah, he, uh, you know, he pulls it out to make it one of the uh, the better dishes on the Thanksgiving buffet. You know, he's been a top 14 quarterback majority of the season, never been outside the top 24, had a touchdown in all but one week, throws for 300 yards, you know, a few times at least 250 over half the games. So yeah, I think uh, he can, he, 
can make the pieces around him better as, and vice versa. So Jared Goff is a giant old pile of mashed potatoes. I agree with everything you said. I just have one question for you. You say he hasn't been outside the top 24. I know. And for quarterback. That was that's a like, high bar to set, my brother. Damn. <laughs> I like mashed potatoes. You couldn't say like top 15. No, it's no. the top 24. It's Statistically, correct. it is correct. Yeah. But I, like, I mean, he's the majority he's finished in either like 16 or better. And so he's had a few top 10 finishes as well. Top five finishes. So, yeah, he's he's good this year. All right. You like uh, that'll do it really for- smooth. Or you like him like kind of like like you can see like potato chunks uh, are still like a little bit into him. Smooth is kind of a weird word, but I don't like them chunky. So, yeah, but don't get them too gummy. That's the yeah, thing. You yeah. don't. There's a happy medium. Yeah. What's the word like, I should use? Soaps, I, creamy? Creamy? You say runny? No, no I said no. I said hope runny? they're not runny. runny. Oh. That's the problem. Is like people <laughs> try so to get them too smooth, and then they become like runny, mm-hmm. and they just drip off of your fork or whatever. I'm like, mm. uh, smooth is the best some... word, but I understand yeah. if you go if you try too hard, it gets bad. No, what's the thing that you cover at the most? Dry turkey, right? Sure. Yeah. You won't have yeah. Okay. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to tell your friends where you're getting the best fantasy advice. FF Daydreamers on all social media, twitch.com slash daydreamer media, Sundays and Wednesday nights. Come hang out with us and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.